Amen. Quick verse in the book of Luke, chapter 1, and verse number 37. It reads here, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated for just a moment. Here in the book of Luke, it gives us when the angel came and spoke to Zacharias and told him that he was going to have a son. And the scripture here shows us that, that him and his wife both were well stricken in years, and they had all but given up hope that this was going to happen. And as the angel began to speak to Zacharias, the scripture said that fear had fell on him. He began to be afraid of, of what, what to expect and what to think of this, and and the angel said to him, don't, don't be afraid. He said, your, your prayer, it's been heard. He said, and the Lord's going to bless. And the Lord's going to provide here this thing that you have been praying about. And the scripture shows us that he asked the question, which I feel that most of us would ask the question sometimes in an impossible situation of how huh, is this going to happen? And the scriptures, he said, I'm, I'm Gabriel. I, I stand in the presence of God. I, I've seen God and I and he's, he's going to do this in your life. And he, this is going to come to pass. And after that, he, he said, but you're not going to be able to speak until these things come to pass because of your lack of faith. Because you didn't believe us. You didn't believe the words that I have spoken to you. And so it goes on. And then it gives us the illustration here of when the angel came and began to speak to Mary concerning Jesus' birth. And, and how she responded was different from that of Zacharias. She said, I'm... I'm not worthy of this thing that, that's being told to me. I, I, I'm nothing here, but, but yet you're going to do this thing, and I'm, I'm so glad that you're going to do this thing. And, you know, I was reading this today, and I, I, a lot of times we, we pray, and, and we ask God to work things out, and we ask God to, to do this and to do that and to help us with this and to help us with that, and, and the Lord will begin to speak to our hearts, and He'll begin to open doors for us, and He'll begin to let the Word to lead us and guide us. And a lot of times, in leading us, it's going to convict us. It's going to move in us in a way that we feel uncomfortable, and we, we feel pressured, and we feel like it's unnatural. And, and you know what? It is unnatural, because God is trying to get us out of our way of thinking, out of our flesh, our, our natural mind, and our natural way of doing things. And a little bit sometimes it is uncomfortable sometimes to step out by faith but we understand that when we step out by faith believing the word that God has promised and the word that God's going to fulfill that it's going to be okay it's going to be just right amen amen you may be seated I when the word comes to my heart I want to I don't want to be fearful in that of what's going to happen or how it's going to take place but rather I want to receive it with expectancy of how great God's glory is going to be shown and, and how mighty his hand is going to be victorious in the situation because as as he, they're reading this and this is going down through you and it, right in the middle of it says <laughs> with God we know all things are going to be possible everything is possible there's nothing that God cannot do here it doesn't matter the age it doesn't matter the situation it doesn't matter the circumstances God knows how to take care of business Amen. 
may be seated. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6, and verse number 15, speaking of the promise that God had made with Abraham, and he said, And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. In verse 18, it says that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. You know, key things there is that they did say that after he patiently endured. It, it, we, we read and we see the things that Abraham had went through and the things that had happened, but, you know, he became and he was victorious and through all those situations because he learned in the midst of whatever it was, he learned to keep a positive attitude. He, he learned to praise and he learned to anticipate. He, he learned to get a hold of this thing that God has set in our presence, this, this truth and this gospel, when we will lay hold on this message and we will lay and invest all that we have into what God is doing and understanding that He knows what He's doing and, and His plan always works and that He's not going to lie, He's not going to fail, it's not going to come up short, but it's always going to be just right and it's going to be always on time. And when we put our faith and our confidence in the message that God has given us, it doesn't matter what it is, we're going to be able to endure, we're going to be able to Hold on, we're going to be able to have faith knowing that God's working it all out here. Amen. God knows how to handle His business. He knows how to put things in place. I don't want to be like some people that when the Word will come to their heart and they will reject it and they, they think it's too difficult or they think it's too hard or, or they think that it's not for them and then Years go by after year after year after year and they, they look back at their life and realize what, where they used to be and now where they're at and it's not the same place. And then they wish, oh, I wish I would have taken care of it then. I, I wish I would have yielded to God. I, I wish I would have let God take care of this situation way back then and would have avoided all this problem in between then and now. But you see, it's so easy to see things after the fact. After it's over, people are so quick to say, oh, you should have done this. Or you should have done that. You should have handled it this way. But, you know, here God, with, through His Word and through preaching, is trying to give us the, the heads up, if you will. Trying to show us here this way, the, this perfect way tonight. And, and trying to give us a warning, if you will, the Scripture does say in one place. Trying to help us to awake and to realize how valuable this Word is. And, and how important it is that we don't let it change. Or we, we don't let it alter in our heart. That we don't allow something in because it's comfortable. Or we don't allow something in because it's more convenient. But that we stick to the plan that God has made and just the way that God has made it. We're not looking for alteration. We're not looking for a more convenient way. We're not looking for something that's more suited to us. Amen. You may be seated. The flesh, it wants a more convenient way. It doesn't want to stick out so much. It doesn't want to be so different. It wants to blend. It wants to be a part. But see... When Jesus walked down the street, he wasn't blending. He wasn't, he wasn't just, 
he wasn't just uh, amongst the people that nobody knew him. They knew who he was. They were drawn to him. They, 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 they saw what he was doing. They, they wanted to be a part of what he was doing because it was the right thing. I don't want to just blend in. I don't want to just get by. I don't want to just, 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 just struggle my way through what God has given me. That's not what God is intended for. That's not what God placed this truth in our life. The Scripture does say that we're supposed to be more than conquerors. He's not just called us just to call us. He hasn't just called us for us to, to struggle our way through. No, that's not. We have the victory. God's called us to be victorious. Okay, When you are have the victory and you're victorious, you're not disappointed. You're not worried. You're not fearful. You know, hey, I know whom I trust and I, I know my God has got all power. I know my God has got everything under control. Amen. I'm not going to allow myself to be defeated. I'm not going to allow my attitude to be defeated or, or my, my actions to be defeated or, or to be down or to be out or any way whatsoever. I know what my confidence is in tonight. I know how great God is. Amen. You may be seated. And I don't want anything to be able to take that away. We... We will, in, in the midst of trials sometimes, or struggles, we will allow things uh, in our heart sometimes. We'll, we'll, we'll begin to think negatively, begin to doubt. And, and when pressure's on, sometimes we, we make some bad decisions. And we, we look at things differently because of the pressure. And, and, and as as Zacharias did here, and this is something again he's been he's been wanting for a long time. And here, here comes the confirmation to him. Here comes the word confirming this prayer that he's been praying. And all of a sudden, all the faith that he had is just thrown aside because what do you mean? You know, and he, all these natural things start coming in his mind, and he's not realizing. Look, this is what you've wanted, and I, I'm bringing it to pass here. Instead of doing a backflip, instead of jumping for joy, instead of running outside and going, "Woo! God's bringing the victory," he starts saying, "What? How are you going to do it?" You know what? Leave that up to God of how He's going to do it. You just realize this word has given you promises. This word has been confirmed in your heart. This word knows God knows what He's doing, and you don't worry about how God's going to do it. You just know God's going to do it, and you go ahead and start giving God praise for it right now, knowing God, you are good, you are great, you are victorious, you are the Almighty. There is none beside you. You have everything. Right where it needs to be at right now. And I'm not going to doubt. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to question. I'm not going to ask you how you're going to do it. I'm simply going to praise you for what you're going to do. Hey, man, God is great. And he is greatly to be praised. I, I don't want anything to have my praise down tonight. I don't want anything to stop me from giving God what he is worthy of. Amen. Amen. He has given us life in the scripture that more abundantly he's been so good and his presence is so sweet and he is so wonderful and he's given us so many wonderful things to be focused on to be excited about amen 
Amen. And I know God's going to continue to do great things. Let's praise him and thank him for everything that he has in store for us tonight.
everybody said God bless the offering. Jesus name.
Jesus. God, fill us, fill us, Jesus. Each and every one, God, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. Praise the Lord, everyone. You may be seated. Happy to be in church tonight to worship the one and true living God. You know, what's going on here tonight, what we have here tonight, it's enough. It's sufficient. It's what's going to get us to heaven. We're not wasting time here, but it's the good of purpose, and it's enough for us. You know, when, you know, if your your mom gives you some money, go out to the store, get some bread and water. You know, she gives you five bucks, you get to the store, get your bread and your water, you get up to the counter there, and uh, they rang you all up, and it's six seventy five. you only got five bucks, you're lacking. No, we don't have to worry about that with the church and what God is doing in this place, right here, in this church. It's enough. What we have going on, it's enough. And I'm not turning back, and I'm not going away from but I'm excited what God has given us. I'm excited. I'm happy to be in the church. I have to be a part of the church, not just around the church, not just associated with the church, but to be in the church, to be living for God, to know what it means when we talk about repentance and water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, to know what that means, not just an affiliation, but a participation, to be a part of it. And I'm not interested and I'm not thinking about going back or backsliding or walking away from. I was reading earlier in the book of Genesis, actually Numbers, and it was talking about the people of God and how they begin to complain, begin to complain. The Bible said it was manna being rained down every day to supply their needs to eat. And the Bible says that at one point they begin to complain, and they talked about, oh, how we would love the fish Back in Egypt, and the melons, and the cucumbers, and the leeks, the garlics, and the under. Oh, how we would love to have that. And they said that all that our soul has is this, this manna. That's how they said it. It was like, all that we have is this manna. Just what a disrespect to God. All that we have is this manna. 
and say, we want the things that were back in Egypt. We want the things that we had back there. In one place, one place they complained, they said, man, we wish that we would have just died in the wilderness, that we would have died back there in Egypt. Why did we have to come out here and we're going to die anyways? Complaining, complaining, going back, trying to turn back. One place after they went back and the, the 12 spies were sent, 10 came back with evil report and two with a good report. The people that believed, the whole multitude and the older generation that believed the report, the Eve report, they began to say, we're going to make a captain among us, and we're going to go back. We're going to go back to Egypt. Imagine that, going back to the bondage, going back to the things that God had pulled them out of. You know, I'm not interested in going back today. I'm not interested in talking about the things that I miss. Oh, I miss my television. I miss my clubs. I miss my drinking. My I don't miss those things. I don't want. I don't desire those things. I'm going forward. I want to be marching forward. I don't want to be talking about the things of God and be living in this manner. What disrespect? This manner. One place the Bible said that we loatheth. I so loatheth this light bread. It's, it leaves a, a nasty taste in our mouth. We distaste this bread. I'm not looking at God, disrespecting God, saying, oh, I loathe this. This is nothing. This is distasteful for me. But I'm excited what's going on here. I mean, I'm happy to be in the church. I love what we do. I love what we do. I love when we get together. We get to worship in our God. The fire comes in this place. You know, we get to singing, seeing pastor get red in the faith and preach to us. I love that. I love what's going on. I'm not looking to turn back. I'm not looking at the things of God and low value, not putting value on the things of God. I'm not going back. I'm going forward. I'm sticking with the church. I'm sticking with the church. There's nothing to go back to. That's nothing. We have the best life here tonight. Best life. See, Pastor said it this morning. He, he quoted a scripture that I had been thinking about for a while. He talked about how that people said, and well, he said, don't be foolish thinking that you're going you're gonna to start in the spirit, but then you're going to finish in the flesh. And don't be foolish. I don't want to be foolish tonight. I want to look at the things of God and I'm sticking with this. I'm, this is what's going to make me complete. This is what's going to make my life whole. Not the things of this world. Not the things of the flesh. Those things won't. The Bible talks about, you can be seated. The Bible talks about how things that were polluted. And he talked about how that we have been delivered from those things, the pollutions of the world about, that the Bible says. And he said that, that if you go back to those things, he said your end will be worse than your beginning. It will, you won't, it won't, there won't be a good end there. It'll be a horrible end for you. I'm not looking at going back. I'm not looking at, I'm excited. I'm so happy with what God, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. There's no need. There's no need to search for anything else. Nothing else will satisfy. Nothing else will do what God's presence will do for us. I'm excited to be in church. I'm so happy and I'm not looking to turn it back. I'm not looking to, Peter said the best. He said, where? To whom? Whom, Lord, will we go? Whom? Where will we go? You're the one who have the words of eternal life. We have it here tonight. We have it. Do you believe it? Do you believe it tonight? Come on. We're not, we're not following, we're not finally following uh, uh, fables, lies, man-made. Put on. That's not us. That's not us. We talked to a woman the other week, and she was talking about how that, that everyone was against us. And I looked and talking like, oh, that's so bad. Everyone's against you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're not like the world. Everybody will be against us. We're not those that draw back to perdition. That's not us. We're not a backward-moving people. We're going forward. Whatever it takes, we're going forward. And I want to stick with the church. I want to stick with what's going to end. Read the book of Revelation. You'll see it at the end. That we'll be victorious. We'll be victorious. There's no need to go back. Let's go forward. Let's be a people that march forward on, that don't complain, that don't complain. One place, 
One place, those people that complained, the Bible said that fire came from heaven, consumed that people, those people that was around the church. They wasn't even in. They were just around complaining, just coming around complaining. Come here, the Bible said the fire came down and consumed those people. Uh-uh, I don't want that to be me. The Bible talks about Caleb also. The Bible said that Caleb, when those people, the 10 and the evil report, the whole multitude was just taken over by that same spirit and believed them. The Bible said that Caleb was of another spirit. Another spirit. That's what I want. When everybody's talking, when everybody's complaining, this this manner, that same old preaching, that same old song. When everybody's complaining, I want to be of another spirit like Caleb. I want to be another spirit. I don't want that to be me. The Bible tells us now there'll be no complaining in our streets. None of that. None of that. There's no room for that in the church. I want to match for. I want to march on. I want to march. On. I want to go forward to a God, not backwards, but forward. God is doing great things. He will continue to do great things. It's a great, it's a great thing to be a part of church, to have enough, to have this great gospel. I'm excited. I want to march, continue forward with my God and his church. I want to love it. I don't want to complain. I don't want to look down on it. But what we have is great. It's awesome. It's wonderful. And I want to continue to serve my God with all that I have. Let's continue to worship tonight. It's a struggle for survival. Oh, no, no, no. 